Hello, this is Kendra Von Esch. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power, and pretty much do whatever I want because it is all about me, right? Until God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. So much so that I left my executive career to help others deepen their relationship with God and the faith for true acceptance, love, peace, and joy. Here is my reality reflection for today. I've got to talk about Mary. Mary, Mary, Mary. Honestly, that's a chapter in my book. Marsha, 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 what is up with this Mary stuff in the church? Why in the heck would I go to her when I can pray right to Jesus? It was seriously a problem that I had, and studying the faith and understanding Mary's role was like a long journey for me. It took me a long time, years, to really understand who she is to me as her child and as the mother of God, the mother of the church, and the... Uh, Mother of the Mystical Body of Christ. These are a couple of titles. Now I'm going off of my mouth here and my head, but I'm also going to be referencing some things on my computer. So bear with me as I go back and forth because I want to make this as plain in English as possible and know that there will be many of you that will want to look things up. So I'm going to put a few links in the podcast so you can go check it out for yourself because this is not a catechism lesson. It's truly my experience, A, with her as the mother when I consecrated myself to her and what that really means, and also how I run to her, especially when I'm being attacked by Satan. It's an amazing epiphany for me to finally realize that Okay, it's basically like a relationship with your own mom. The mother's role, Mary's role on this earth is strictly to bring us to her son, Jesus Christ. Period. End of discussion. She is the most humble, sinless person on this earth. So when the angel came to her and said, Hail Mary, meaning Queen Mary, Full of grace. You are so filled to the cup, to the brim with grace, that there's not a drop of sinful nature that is in you. The Lord is with thee. You know, you're in special favor with God. Why? Well, because because God graced her with this devotion to him. She never sinned. And quite frankly, he needs a pure, pristine human being to be the mother of God and to give birth to the mother of God. So that's pretty much her in a nutshell. She is not all over the Bible because she's humble. She doesn't want it to be about her. I'm pretty sure she could have performed miracles because she had the grace of God and Jesus in her. But no, she went to Jesus to perform miracles. Let's take the wedding at Cana. They have no wine, she says to her son. He looks at her and says, woman, what do you have to do with me? It's not really a slam at her. Woman is what Eve was called when she was created out of man. 
So she is the second Eve, the sinless Eve, the Eve that we were supposed to have, right? Who was seduced by the devil is not what we have in Mary. Mary has obeyed God completely and has been pure and purified for the, the purpose of giving birth to Jesus. She's the new Ark of the Covenant. She is the blessed mother, the mother of God. She gave birth to Jesus. So although she was human and could not create God, she gave birth to him who is God. So that makes her the mother of God. She's the mother of the church. And this title can be understood as a metaphor. So Christians, you and me and those believers are children of God and brothers and sisters in Christ by adoption. So by extension, Christians inherit Christ's mother. We are her children. She is our mother. Oh my gosh, think about how much we want our mommies. <laughs> we need to go to her like that. Mom, help me. And she just wants to lead us to Jesus, her son. That is her main purpose. She's also called the mother of the mystical body of Christ. So she is the mother of the church because she's the mother of Christ. And the church is the mystical body of Christ. So the mother of Christ can be called the mother of his mystical body. And this mystical title means that the church is more than a building or an organization or an institution. It primarily means that it's a union of all the members forming one body. God created a family on this earth, and she's the mother of all of us. She is the most written about, documented um, art, pictures, sculptures, poetry in the world. And she is the only person besides Jesus who was bodily assumed into heaven, which is what today is the Feast of the Assumption of Mary. It's every August 15th. And oh, by the way, she's appeared in visions more than any other saint. She is the mother of heaven and earth, the queen of heaven and earth. So she's above all of us lowly humans because she's a sinless virgin, the mother of God. She was assumed into heaven because why not? Hello. She is the, the covenant that God was born in and Jesus wants her up there with him. To help all of us lead to him. She is the fastest way to get to Jesus. So let me explain that. Everyone and myself included in the beginning was like, why would I pray to her when I could pray to Jesus? Well, I'm in line with you and everybody else going to Jesus. I'm a, he doesn't, I'm not Mary, this pristine woman, his mother. I'm just another person you know, pilgrim on this planet saying, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus. And I'm in line. And guess what? I'm serving up my petitions to him on a paper plate. I can't take credit for this. I I, I got it from, uh, I think it was uh, Maximilian Kolbe or it was Louis de Montfort. I'm not sure. I think it was Kolbe. But Mary serves up our petitions when we go to her, to Jesus on a silver platter with you know, beautiful decorations. Maybe there's some fruit, some wine, some cheese and crackers and beautifies it and serves it to Jesus. And oh, by the way, she's at the front of the line. <laughs> and Jesus, if it's aligned with the will of God, 
will not deny her request. So basically, let's go back to the wedding at Cana. They have no wine, honey. You better do something about that because at that time in the, in the world, those celebrations, if you had no wine, you would be like chastised. So of course, she looks at the servants. Another parallel for us, right? Do as he tells you. So they did. They filled up those those containers, those cisterns, which were uh, holy containers. It was part of a um, ritual. So they fill it up with water to the brim, and it changes to wine. And not just any wine, the cheap wine, like the Dom Perignon of wine, right? It's the most wonderful wine. And that was his first miracle because his mommy asked him to do it because she needed his help and she knew that these poor people would be shunned, if you will, for not having wine at their wedding celebration. So that's how I was introduced to Mary in our lives. She is our mother and her, her main purpose is to bring us to Jesus, her son. And there's another little twist here because I always cry out to her, Mary, please protect me in your blue mantle. Lead me to your son where he can pour his precious blood over me. In the name of Jesus Christ, your son, I renounce Satan and all the spirits of fear, worry, anxiety, uh, one, you know, acceptance of others. Please help me shun Satan. Why do I use her? Because Satan hates her. She is now over all of the angels and saints. I mean, come on. She is a human being that God favored so much that gave her all these graces to be sinless and bear God in her body. He can't stand her because she is over him. And so the power of Mary and praying to her is amazing. I don't know if you've ever read or heard, but people who are possessed or have evil spirits in them have a real difficult time saying the name Jesus and and saying anything good about Mary. So it's amazing when you think about that intercession. And I want to say we don't pray to her. We pray to her for her to take it to Jesus. That's how it works. We don't adore her. We don't, you know, I mean, we do adore her, but we don't worship her. I have a, I have a great adoration and a devotion to Mary, but I do not look that she is God. She just can help me get to God a lot faster than I can. And oh, by the way, I know Satan hates her. So I want to every morning take my left hand and say, Mary, please grab it. With your well-beloved spouse, the Holy Spirit, I put out my right hand so that the two of them together, they are like joined at the hip. I mean, come on, the Holy Spirit came into her and impregnated her with Jesus. And we are all have, we all have the Holy Spirit through baptism and the full gifts through confirmation, if you're Catholic, in us. God is in us. And with Mary and the Holy Spirit, Our lives can be incredible if we tap into both of them to lead us and guide us. And the Holy Spirit is God. It's this partnership. It's incredible. It's amazing. 
but it did take me a long time to get there. And I'm telling you, I've consecrated myself to her four times. What does that mean? You can check out the 33 Days of Morning Glory, which is basically um, a 33-day project, if you will. It's a daily prayer and devotion, and we just give ourselves to Mary. We say, Mary, all of the things that we do on this earth, all of the sacrifices and the suffering, we're just going to give all those to you, and you can figure out, you know, with Jesus, where these blessings and graces should go. So if I am sacrificing something like, okay, I'm not going to have that seventh glass of wine or, of course, seven. Okay, let's pull it back a little bit. I'm not going to have the fourth glass of wine tonight, even though I want it, but that's a sacrifice. I'm going to give it to you, Mary. Boom. She can take that sacrifice. She can give it back to us in a grace, someone in our family in a grace, or she can give it to some child in China for a grace. So we give everything to her and know that she will take care of us. And a lot of times I used to think, well, that kind of sucks because if I'm giving all my stuff to her and she's not giving it back to me, what does that do? You know, come on, because what I would usually do would be to offer my sacrifice up to God and I would say, okay, but can you maybe help my brother or maybe help me with my fear and this and that and the other? She knows exactly what we need. So she's going to take care of us as well. And it doesn't mean that we can't pray to her either about our desires. So it's it's really kind of like this confusing thing that it took me a while to get. But in the end, I'm just thankful and grateful that she's so patient with me that she realizes when I don't pray to her, which I go through my phases, she still loves me like a mother, right? Your mother isn't going to be upset or mad at you, will love you unconditionally, or most mothers do. That's the idea. <laughs> They're not always like that. But in the end, I think that is the difference between what we consider God and how she is so humble. And really, they don't write about her much in the Bible because she wanted everything to go to God, to be about Jesus. So that is humility. It wasn't about her. And she kept it that way. So let's try to be like Mary. We all should be striving to be humble. We all should be trying to lead people to Jesus. It's not about us and the great things that we do. But it is about our humility, surrendering to God and opening ourselves to all the graces and praying and loving Jesus Christ. I hope that this helps, but I know that there are a lot of people out there who don't understand Mary, including Catholics, and it took, it took me a long time, a long time. But I remember after one of my consecrations, I immediately stopped a behavior, immediately, had no desire to do it, nothing. And that happened for like a year until, of course, I got in my own head and I said, well, I could, you know, dibble and dabble in this. Clearly, I don't have a problem with it. I haven't done anything for a year. And I attribute that to Mary. Even though I didn't necessarily pray for it, it was a grace given to me because she took that to Jesus and graced me with this temperance and just walking away from this thing that I did all the time. I know you're like, hmm, what is that thing that she's doing all the time? (laughs) Okay, anyway, let's 
Oh, and uh, all you Catholics out there, today is a holy day of obligation, meaning get your butt to Mass. And if you have issues with understanding Mary, just pray. Mary, I love you. You're my mother. I know you want to bring me to your son. I need help to understand you more. And please just help me love you and your son, period. That's all you have to do. And enjoy the homily. And again, there is so much written out there. And it's it's sad, really, because we need Mary in our lives. Again, she's only here to help us, bring us to heaven. So do your research. I don't care what faith you are, that you're, if you're listening to this about Mary, there's plenty of stuff out there. But look up the Catholic research. Don't look up your Protestant stuff because at the end of the day, they're going to try to lead you in the other direction. And there are even people in the Catholic faith who aren't devoted to Mary. And that is, in my opinion, so sad. I, I'll even go as far as wrong. Wrong. I mean, don't be indifferent to her. Let's go to her. We all need a mother who loves us and wants to bring us to heaven. And that is her purpose to bring us and lead us to Jesus. She is the fastest way to Jesus. Remember, she dresses up that platter with all of our needs and petitions, takes it to him in the front of the line, while we would be back in the billions with our paper plates trying to beg and plead. Okay, that's kind of the easiest way that I can say it. And again, I, I took that and borrowed that from one of those two amazing saints who were totally devoted and dedicated to her. All right, everyone. I hope you have a blessed, immaculate conception or um, uh, assumption of Mary feast day. Yes, she was immaculately conceived as well. But uh, I hope again that this helps a little bit and share with others and go check out some of the links that are in the description for specific things that will help you. Bible verses, a little bit of an explanation of Mary in the Catholic Church. And again, do more research. Just say, what is the role of Mary in the Catholic Church? Was Mary sinless? Was Mary a virgin? Catholic Church, Catholic Church, because that is where you will find <laughs> the true understanding of what and how we revere her in our lives in the faith. Okay, I love you all. Go out and be the light today and wrap your arms around Mary as she wraps her blue mantle to protect you from Satan. That's huge. Alrighty, have a blessed and inspired day. Take care.